Welcome to Purpose Matters. I'm your host, Steve Edward, and my guest today is Jill Hyman, empowerment coach, speaker, and owner of Awake Journey. Welcome to the show, Jill. Steve, what's happening? Really excited to be here. <laughs> yes, really excited for this conversation as well. So, Jill, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, you know, um, I think we all as humans have, every time I'm asked that question, it's like, take a breath, because we all just have so much, you know, that we've experienced in our lives, but a little about me in like some bullet point features, if you will. Um, you know, I've spent 14 years in corporate America as a sales professional. Um, through my mm -hmm. journey in that, I've really dedicated the last four to five years on my own personal self spiritual healing. Um, and with that healing has opened up a deeper purpose within myself, which is really connecting with individuals on their visions of their life and how, um, you know, once you create a dream or a vision or a goal, you're going to meet fear. You're going to meet um, any type of darkness that you've been shoving down or not right. wanting to face. And so, um, yeah, that's what led me. I created Awake Journey, goodness, over two years ago. It's my business. Um, I'm a coach and I'm a speaker. And um, I was a uh, collegiate athlete. And so, that was many years ago now, but I <laughs> right. work and talk yeah. a lot with student athletes and former athletes around, you know, recreating your identity. I had my identity wrapped in athlete for quite some time and, and now stepping into and teaching, as you and I have talked about a little bit, um, circle self, the circle self way of being and how we can each um, kind of dismantle the personal organizational charts that we've set up for our own selves, like how we have placed ourselves in these boxes and um, really showing up to whatever endeavor it is that we have, whether it's um, business, family, relationship, and just showing up as our circle self, as the fullness that we are, not masking any part of it. Mm. And when you say about masking your circle self, like what, ex what exactly do you mean by that? Well, so, you know, um, for me personally, for, for many years, I would show up to my corporate role, which, um, you know, it's shifted throughout the years, different companies or what have you, but it's, it's like, I was not showing up fully as myself. I was putting on for years, a masculine driven go getter, um, only focused on the goal, only focused on winning, um, like the quote unquote, you know, man eat man, completely competitive, <laughs> like mm. just this, just because I'm also in sales, you know, right, and yeah. um, for me, it was, uh, you know, a lot of, at one point, I remember um, one of my roles early on, I was one of like two or three women on the sales force. So, you know, there's, there's that too. And it's, it's, it's just not showing up with any given mask. You just are as yourself. You know, like for me as a female, sometimes I need to show up to work and maybe have that mothering energy for some um, of the newer folks, right? right? Or, you know, that that's kind of what I mean by masking. I hope that answers it. Yeah. Uh, actually, I actually want to know, uh, since you've been in corporate, especially in sales, I mean, it's very known to be like very masculine. Was this mask because of just the environment or what is it? Yeah, great question. You know, um, 
And I want to be clear when we say masculine, it's not when I'm saying that it's not necessary. It is not in reflection to like male or female in regards right. to sexual orientation. It's just that type of energy and yes. masculine energy is, you know, go get it done. Very push energy. Whereas mm -hmm. feminine is, you know, flowy. That's where our creation lives. We all have both of these. And I think for me, it was, I was an athlete and, and with that, specifically comes goals like very dedicated you're you're very regimented in your work ethic all of these things which they serve me but then I never deviated between like whoa who is Jill really you know and so then I just filtered all of that into like I graduated filtered it into my mm. into my work into my job and didn't realize that it was okay for me to show up fully, which maybe that is like one day, if it's, I'm just not feeling a hundred percent or I have no energy to give, it's okay to just be silent and take in and receive opposed mm. to continuously pushing, um, giving yourself that variety of scope day to day. It's not going to always be the push doer mode energy. Um, and I, I didn't offer myself that for many, many years. Right. And, you know, when you kind of have to put on this mask of kind of being somebody, it sounds like being somebody that you're not, right? Yeah. I mean, um, how does that really make you feel when you're doing your work, you're doing in sales? It's, uh, it's not really who you are. Uh, does that burn you out or how does that affect you? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of your listeners can probably relate to this because it's <laughs> the human experience. Right. Like, I'm sure you've had experiences where it's like uh, it, it really wears you out because if you are constantly I was constantly showing up as someone else like what mask and then am I going to put on for my work and then I go home and I'm like in my secluded home space and that's where I feel like I can really fully just be myself have my creative energy but then you know maybe when I go out with friends it's a different mm -hmm. Like I was putting on a type A, very extroverted, I like to call it quote unquote, like show and tell Jill. That's, right. That showed up a lot. The show and tell Jill <laughs> that was extroverted and life of the party and had all these friends. So it's very exhausting and burnout's a good way to put it because it is not a sustainable way to live at all. And I think we just are as a collective, as humans, we are so used to living this way of just repetitive hamster wheel. We get on, we do the same thing day in, day out. 20 years go by, you wake up and it's like, holy shit, I'm doing the exact, you know what I mean? Like I'm doing right. the exact yeah, yeah. same thing. And it's because you're not, you know, we, you have to take a stand for yourself at some point in time. And maybe that's, getting a coach, maybe that's hiring, you know, really diving into your professional and or personal development and the scope of meeting the dark places of yourself, mm. healing, it could be childhood wounds. It could be, you know, any sexual, sexual trauma. It could be depression, any of these things that are just part of the human experience, but we have to say, okay, to ourselves. So then that allows the space to be able to show up fully, but we have to heal. We have to do that work first. Right. And you know, when you were working in corporate sales, like how did you, or 
what is the event that really got you to take the standpoint to say like, hey, you know what, this is enough? How did that happen? Um, it happened with me saying it's enough with myself. So the corporate aspect had nothing to do with it. You know, it was mm. me getting to the bottom, the bottom of, I call it like the rabbit hole. And I was in that really dark space. I was depressed for 10 years. Um, I didn't reach out for help. Mm. And it was within the last four years or so really having a beautiful soul. I was in a, in a relationship with a, you know, beautiful guy. I like to call him my angel on earth, but he took a stand for me and really like saw something past what I could see. Because when you're in depression and you're on this hamster wheel, you can't really see anything past it. Um, when you look back, I'm there has to be darkness in, in order to be light through any healing process. So if you are listening and you're going through something right now, a storm, know that we have to have dark to have the light. There can't be one without the other. And when I said yes to my healing, and I finally said yes to myself to meet myself and to heal through depression, heal through, um, I, I had a sexual assault when I was 19. So heal through some of these things that opened up all of the other spaces. Um, you know, and I'm also grateful for uh, the company that, that I work with. I'm still um, employed with them. So I do the balancing dance of entrepreneur and um, corporate space. But, mm. you know, you, it was, I was in a really beautiful space that I created both professionally and said yes to my healing. And um, when you have that balance of people wanting to see you blossom, then that affords you that ability to do that. And I was very, I'm very grateful that I um, found myself and created the space in order to be able to do that. Um, but you know, if you say yes to your healing and you are in a very suffocating or toxic corporate situation, you know, you may have to then make another big decision of, is this serving me right now? Mm. So it sounds like you're really like reflecting back to your actions. Like, yes, again, what you said, like, it, is it serving me? Right. I think there's yeah. like a lot of awareness and what is like the next step? It, it sounds like the first step to healing is just awareness. Like, and where do, where do this one go from there? Is it just, fi is it finding a coach or what do you think? Like it's the best next step. Yeah. You know, everyone's different. And I, I talk with lots of people about this. And I think this is where we um, can get really pigeonholed and it gets overwhelming because there are so many different scopes of help mm. available right now. And it can get overwhelming. And, and I just want to urge anyone, you know, listening that it's not a one, a one fit all solution. We're all different. We all have different experiences. So you know, for, for someone, it may be just focusing on if, if they really are clear, they want to grow within their professional scope. Great. Get a professional coach maybe, or ask within your company, Hey, it, can I have a mentor? There's a lot of mentorship programs out there. Um, or if it is on, on the healing scope, maybe you've been battling with depression and depression shows up in a broad scope, again, range of, of ways that our body is going to tell us that, Hey, there's something going on right now. And for that, you know, maybe there's counselors available. There's psychologists, there are trained professionals, there are coaches, you know, like myself that can 
help kind of sift through all of the, the muck, if you will, to like see clearly a vision for yourself mm. in the future. So there's, there's a lot of avenues. And I would just say, trust your intuition, trust the nudge, whatever direction it might be. Um, once you say yes, it's awareness, right? So yes, I'm clear that I want to make this change. You say yes. And then tune in and be aware of the services or the people that might come into your life. Mm. So then from there you can discern and choose, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go this route uh, with this person, coach, teacher, counselor, what have you. And then from there, allow it to just be this open space. You've said yes. Now, now you start the process and it's like a flower, you know, seed to flower. You're going to be drawn in a lot of different directions as you continue to bloom, but it's awareness and saying yes first. Right, right. I, mean, I love the analogy, like, like it's a flower. And yeah. for you, when you decide to say yes to this, how did the process go for you? Ooh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> to just that, it's a process. This is like, that's what it is. It's a process. And if we can all just allow more breath around that word of process, and allow a lot more um, hugs, like self-hugs, right. it's a process. Just let it unfold as, as it will. There's going to be, I think we were talking on our call, you know, like there's, there's tears, there's, it's not pretty. You're going to have, mm. I found myself in my closet crying. You're going to have loneliness because when you start saying yes to yourself, you most likely are going to lose friends. You might switch career paths. You might have to set some boundaries with family or really close people that are in your circle. So that way you can, you know, continue to bloom. Um, so there's just a lot of things that you have to be so connected deeply to yourself, to your loving yourself, to finding yourself, to the growth path that you're on, um, you know, that it's the process. These things are, you're going to be met, but because you're so clear, you just trust and it's continuous trust one step in front of the other. Right. Right. It's a process of really just healing. And it sounds like at the end goal is really to become like your true self, right? Yeah. And it's your purpose, you know, to be on purpose. We all have an innate purpose as to why we are in this human experience on earth right now and there are way too many of us not tapping in not even getting close there's like some stat out there that 90 percent of people literally will not even ever get close to the potential um you know wow. that they are set here to do because again it's the hamster wheel it's not easy to say yes to some of these things you know, it's not easy. It, it takes a lot of bravery, a lot of courage, and a lot of time with yourself to get clarity on really what you need. You know, we all, we have families, there's kids, there's all of these other, other priorities. Jobs can be very demanding, but if you get to set yourself as the priority, then I mean, I know some people that wake up at 4.30 in the morning before the kids get up, you know, and they <laughs> set five minutes for themselves every morning. And that five minutes is, is your most important date on your calendar that you will ever have. 
Right. I mean, it sounds like it goes back into prioritizing yourself, right? It's not just yeah. about work and, you know, being on this hamster wheel. You have to realize that, hey, you know what? I have to really take care of myself as well. Yeah. Well, what's the purpose of the work you're doing, you know? And if you're not showing up, if you're not able to show up fully charged, fully as yourself, um, what's lacking in your work? Like, what is the possibility if you show up fully as yourself, as no masks, you know, you, you bring all of it. You bring, you're a mom or you're, or you're a dad, you bring that in. You bring your funny quirkiness that you only show to your friends. You bring that to whatever mm. you're doing, not, you know, just expanded beyond work. What's available for you when you no longer are afraid to just, hey, here I am. And, you know, what, how does the other side look like to this? You know, what if when you show up yourself, the true self, you don't, how does that feel like for you? What it is really, it's, it's um, again, it takes bravery, right, to right. do this. But yes. it's offering. You are the one taking a stand and, and you are offering permission for everyone that comes into contact with you, you're offering them the permission to do the same. Because there will be a part that they are witnessing when you are showing up fully as yourself, um, that they are going to be start questioning or start like, oh, wow. Oh, she, she said that. That's a really good, yeah. And, and it just, it starts uncracking some things for them. So it's those of us ready and willing, you know, say yes, it's offering permission for everyone around us. Mm, it sounds like, uh, it's like they're tuned into your vibration, right? Mm, yeah. And when did you actually find out about this circle self? Was it in your corporate world when you were so, working there? Yeah. So circle self, I'm a pretty spiritual, uh, spiritual person. And so, um, I spend a lot of time out in nature and I'm just very deeply connected to divine mother and um, spirit or universe or whatever word you want to give it, God. Um, and it's just came really clearly uh, a couple days. I've been, I was meditating and this whole circle self way of being, which it's allowing ourselves to just fully be who we are. I mean, there the circle as a, as the presence of the shape, right? is such an abundant shape. It can expand and expand and expand and expand. There's no, there's no corners. It's just open. It's just open space. So I was then looking at organizational charts, right? And they're typically boxes that you see and you have the hierarchy. And I started putting myself in these boxes and that just felt like I just had this feeling around it. So I had myself, me in the top box, you know, if you can all vision what an org chart looks like. And from there I kind of filtered down and it was like my self-care was in a box, how mm. I showed up um, to my family, like my family was in a box, my friends were in a box, uh, my entrepreneur, my business awake journey was in a box. From there I even had like, speaking engagements in a box, my corporate life in a box. It was, I, then I took a step back and I looked at the sheet of paper and I'm like, I'm living in a box. Everything is boxed in. We are all unconsciously living in a box. We put fences around our houses, boxing ourselves in. You know, there's like so many analogies. If you look around yourself, mm -hmm. right. how many boxes are you putting on yourself? 
these boxes are only limitations. Like, where can you grow within these things? So then I started really looking at this piece of paper and I drew a circle around all of it. And then I got really clear and I'm like, okay, how can I, how can I bring this piece of my entrepreneurial business, right? Awake journey. How can I bring a piece of what I offer on stage when I'm speaking into my corporate world? Cause I'm still doing both. I balance both right now. And, um, and, and so then from there, it was like, oh, I'm showing up like this with my friends. And it's funny. I'm not showing my funny self into, like, I'm not offering that to my clients with Awake Journey. How can I be funny? Like, how can I offer that? We all need joy. We all need laughter. So that's, that was my process. So, you know, anyone listening, if you have a piece of paper and you write this down and it's, it's like, how can you break through those boxes? Because once those boxes are removed, you have the circle around it. There you are. You know, there's no boundaries. There's no, you just innately, intuitively know which part of yourself to give in any given moment. Hmm. And for you personally, what, what was like the effect that you got after you finding out that, you know what, there's no more boxes, there's this circle of Jill, you know, and you start to show up as yourself into your corporate world, uh, your corporate work, to your entrepreneur, maybe to your friends. How, how, yeah. how did that affect you? Clients, you know, new clients that come to you, people are just drawn to you because again, it's a vibrational match. You're going to attract that and which is in exact vibrational alignment alignment with what you are putting out and so clients um amazing tribe of women um the friends the connections that i've created since i've stepped into this fullness mm -hmm. is just that's like you can't take that away i mean it's it's like souls that have just been waiting to connect with me until i was fully in my essence you know in my full full self uh you know, within the corporate world, uh, promotion, um, just like a different, a, a different way of being in meetings where it's like, Hey, what's the possibility? A lot of, a lot more affirmations among team. Like, I believe in you, things like that. It's, it's just, it's opened up so much. And this is just innate for me. It's my experience. But once you start to, to blossom and do, and, and really take heed on some of these things, the, the, it's endless, right? The amount of abundance is endless for you, whether it's going to come in the form of currency, money, friends, you know, whatever vibration, again, that you said, it's going to match and come into you. Mm, I really love to hear that. And it's like, I think it's when you start to really be your authentic self, you start to attract, uh, people will start to want to hang out with you, right? Well, you know, um, you're going to have the Nate, you know, you're going to have the balance of, you're going to have folks kind of wanting what you want and you get to be really clear on your, on your boundaries as well of, you know, is this in service of me again? I ask that right. question a lot. Um, so it's, if that's what you are needing, then that is what would come to you. If that's what you're calling in and you need a, a, a tribe or a group of, of friends that are vibrating and can lift you up at the same, you know, rate that you are at, then it's the trust that that's what will then come into your, mm. into your field, into your world. Yeah. Right. 
And you know, what if the vibration doesn't really match? You know, if you know, because it sounds like you, when you really be your true self, there's going to be people who don't resonate with you anymore. Maybe they resonate with the you before. Mm. Like, what do you do then? So, I keep a I keep a candle burning for them, if you will. Meaning, you are going to lose people along the way. I've lost mm. some really dear, dear friends. Um, you just won't communicate with them as much anymore. It's not to say that I still don't have love for them. I have great love for them. Um, so when I say keep a candle burning, it's like you just hold that light. If you choose to meditate or right. if you do walking meditations or what have you, you send them love and light and you hold it so then they can have their own awakening moments so they can meet their darkness. It's available for all of us. We're all just on different paths, different time frames. Um, so, you know, it's, a, it's, it's all with love. You release with love, you know, and, and mm -hmm. sometimes it's not even anything you have to do verbally. It's just a, it's a, we're all intuitive. It's just kind of a knowing and, and it falls off like the fall, you know, when leaves start falling from the trees, that's kind right. of what happens. It's just like, okay. And I love you. And you just, and you keep going. Right. And do you keep an open door if they want to have like another awakening journey? Well, that's, yeah, that's why you keep a candle, you know, you right. just keep that fire burning for, for, for them because, you know, you are connected. If you were, you know, if you had a deep friendship or what, ha what have you, they may come, come to you in five years and say, Hey, I've been really experienced in X, Y, Z. And I know, you know, maybe you could help me or assist me or, hey, can you give me some feedback on your experience? You know, and that's, that's why I just always say with love, you just send, send them away. And if they come back to you, then it's, it's a beautiful thing. Mm, that is, that happens to me. It's, it's going to be really beautiful, right? Yeah. Has that happened to you? In not your journey? yet. Uh, yeah. Probably not yet. It's coming. Yeah, I, I do hope so. I do hope it's going to come. That's and, another That's another good point, right? The hoping. So it's like, I talk a lot too about engage disengagement. One of my very first uh, coaches used this with me. Um, engage disengagement. So you are engaged to the degree in which you can manage, right? Your energy. And then you're disengaged from the outcome. So... Um, you do what you can do, what is what you are capable of, and then you just release the outcome. And so that allows a lot of space around whatever it should be. And I use this with a lot of decisions in life, not just, you know, friends, uh, letting go of friends or what have you, but if you have a deadline coming up or you have a project you're working on or a new client that might be coming to you and you show up fully as yourself in gate, like you know, uh, fully in vibration with your essence and your truth. And then after, after that, it's, you release it because when we hold on to something so tightly, um, I think we all have, a, we can <laughs> all recognize this with COVID, right? We right. have no control. So when you are holding on to something so, so tightly, um, you know, it's, it's out of your control after you've, after you've done what, what you can do. So just trust the process again, goes back to process. Yeah. It's, it's like doing your best and then, you know, let the universe, let the, yeah. the higher power do the rest, right? 
Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yep. Mm. All right. And being okay either way. If it if it doesn't end up coming back to you, you know then that that's not in alignment with you right now. It might not be a no. It just might be a not right now. I've had that happen. I've had ideas that I've written down or what have you. And three years later, it comes to, you know, it comes <laughs> alive. My company, Awake Journey, I'd written stuff down for years. Three years, I look back into my book and into my, I have this book where I write a lot of ideas. Um, and side note, what I love to do is get like a drawing book. So there are no lines. There are no lines on my pages. So it's just a complete blank, blank slate to put mm. ideas and be creative. But anyways, so I, you know, sometimes you put ideas down and it might be three years later, but you release it and you know that if it is in direct alignment of you, it will come back. And certain things, it's three years have gone by and I'm like, oh, now it's the time. Now I'm ready to do this. Mm. Right, right. I mean, it's like, it's time meets opportunities, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it too. Mm. And, you know, Jill, for somebody who is kind of maybe stuck in a corporate world, like where you were before you find out this circle self, what is like the advice you will give to them as a first step to do? Uh, I love, now this could be very stretchy for a lot of people, but I love having conversations with myself looking into a mirror. I call it mirror mm. work. And, um, you know, it's, you get to look at yourself and get really clear with some parts you might not be loving. You get to talk to your ego and talk to your shadow self. Um, but it all starts with awareness and you saying yes. So you have to get yourself to that space. No one else can do this for you. Mm. No one else can do this for you. We could put, you could put five different programs in front of someone. And if, if they have, or you could even give somebody a program for free that you know, right? Like Steve, you're like, I know this is going to benefit you. This is going to get you to where you want to go, align you with your purpose. You can put it in front of them. And if they have not said yes to themselves yet, what are they really going to get out of it? They might get nuggets that will serve them three years down the road, but the fullness comes when you're able to say yes to yourself. From there then, what I would suggest is kind of like what I laid out earlier. If you get a piece of paper and really draw the circle, and then within that circle, draw your own org chart. Where are you boxing yourself in? Where are you not, like how many different segments of your life are you putting in a box? And then within each of those segments, you go in and you say, just very easy, one step. It's like what mm. of what of this can I offer to my corporate space or what do I offer in my friendship that I could offer to uh, my family or anything like that. So then you are slowly breaking down the boxes that are in this org chart of self, if you will, because we all unconsciously are doing this. Mm. Jill, right, right now, where do you see yourself heading? Ooh, love this question. So I do uh, consciously for myself vision, uh, and I offer this to my clients too, but I do sessions where uh, we get really clear on, vision, on your vision and where you want to go with whatever you're creating. Um, mm. And so for me personally, I will do, I get, I redo a vision to where I sit down and I'm like one year scope from now. And I talk it present tense. I literally put myself in the state that it is happening right now. And 
Um, I do it on my birthday because for me, birthday is like a new year start. I don't, you know, I'll do it on my birthday. And then I will also do one on the calendar uh, new year. But you update this throughout the time. Like there is no given. That's just kind of what I will do mm. as a setting benchmark or, you know, um, for myself. But you could start now. If someone's listening in, you know, hey, what, where, what is your one year from now? And you write it in present tense. And so um, for me, there's, I'm in the, the works of really calling in and creating um, circles for women and circles for former female athletes. Mm. And so, um, you know, and these circles will be whatever comes up. So that's kind of where I'm at in the creation process of um, just really deepening and softening into uh, the female connection and connection with mother nature. Um, because as we all do our part and, and say yes to ourselves, that's offering collective healing for everyone, every mm -hmm. single human. All right. And Jill, for our audience, where could we find more about you? Yeah, I am on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Awake Journey. Um, my website is awakejourney.com. If you want to be in touch, there's the social handles. You can also feel free to email me at yourawakejourney at gmail. And um, yeah, it's just been, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you, Steve. If right. anyone has any questions, I know we covered a lot. Please <laughs> right. feel free to yes. reach out. I'm an open book and I love sharing. So mm, I love that. And any last message or anything you want to promote to our audience? Yeah, I just, you know, do yourself the honor with this time that we have in this life and connect to yourself and your purpose because we each have a calling. We each have a distinct purpose for being on this earth right now. And by you stepping into that, stepping into your circle self, your fullness, it's giving the permission for everyone else to do the same. I love that. Well, Jill, it's been a very pleasure to talk to you. We have an amazing conversation. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you so much, Steve. I hope everyone listening has a beautiful day. And that was our episode for today. What was your biggest takeaway? If you find this episode helpful, share your takeaways and send this episode to someone who will benefit from the conversation. And more importantly, start implementing them in your life. Applied knowledge is power and I want you to not just listen to my podcast, but also implement it in your day-to-day -day and get results from it. And with that being said, thank you for listening to Purpose Matters. Follow me, Steve Edward, on social media if you haven't. And remember to create your own story.